0: Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer Podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond, to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business, and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team, 10 Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have had the privilege of guiding founders, entrepreneurs, and business owners in the process of hiring their very first employee and beyond. My aim has been to equip them with the essential leadership skills that are required to craft an employee experience that not only gives their business a competitive edge, but also transforms it into a seven to eight figure enterprise. See, the goal is to transition from a business that feels like a job to one that offers you the financial freedom that you've always desired. Now, I truly value your precious time and appreciate your commitment to this podcast. So each time that you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can anticipate gaining practical insights to assist you in building a business worthy of recognition as one of the best places to work. I'm going to provide you with guidance on implementing proactive HR strategies that have tangible, real-world benefits to reduce your business risks. So with that, let's get into it today. For today's episode, I want to talk about seven powerful questions that you can utilize to help improve employee retention. That's always a topic that comes up is how do I get my employees to want to stay with me longer? I mean, we do live in a world now where people will move around more than before. The the, the era of going to work for an employer, spending 40 years there, retiring and getting the gold watch, those days are gone. People are moving from employer to employer for a variety of reasons. Whether it be looking for a new area to live, whether it be for that 15 to 20% increase in compensation that they can get versus a two to three percent raise at their current employer, whether it's the need to get more autonomy in the job that they do, whether it's looking for an employer that has a, a more of a defined social impact in their business or if it's for poor leadership and they need to find a company that has better leadership, there's a variety of reasons why people don't stay with employers for their entire career. But that doesn't mean that you cannot create an employee experience that gives them a reason to buck the trend and stay longer. As employers, as business leaders, we have to focus on what we can control and not focus on what we cannot control. So, These are seven questions that you can utilize to help improve your employee retention. So first and foremost, first question you need to be thinking about and the first mindset you need to have is that you need to be ready to target retention early. Creating retention with your employees starts during the recruitment process. And before they even start, ask your new hire, what can we do to make you want to stay? Now imagine this, you've just hired a star basketball player. Someone who could potentially be a game changer for your team. They're on the verge of joining your team, but that big question is, how can you ensure that they don't want to get traded and go somewhere else? Same thing goes for your workforce, right? And here's where it gets interesting. Instead of using the usual onboarding routine, we're going to flip that script and ask them the game-changing question right from the start. See, it's not your typical HR-type talk. It's a retention conversation. It's about their future at your organization. So here's the question that you use to set the stage. And it's very simple. What can we do to make you want to stay? Now, I know it's not your standard welcome message, and that's okay. But it's just, it's precisely the kind of curveball that can make the difference. The question isn't about checking boxes. It's about making a profound statement to say, look, we take your employment seriously and we take, you know, retention seriously. So help us understand What's it going to take to help you stay? What makes you want to stay here? Now, let's break down why this is such a powerful question. First of all, it's about catching that retention issue early. It shows that it's front of mind. By posing this question to your new hire, even before they start on their first day, you are proactively identifying potential hurdles that may cause them to move on early, and you start to create that foundation for that long-lasting partnership. And, and the question can be, a, you know, a key that unlocks open communication. It invites your new employee to start sharing their thoughts, their personal dreams, expectations, and even some of their concerns right from the start. And it's not just about getting them to fit into your company; it's about the company fitting into their career. Now, early on, they might be nervous about being very transparent and candid with you, and that's understandable. So, understand that the answer that you get on day one may be different from the answer you get three months down the road, 30 days down the road, when you ask the question again. Give them the opportunity early on to answer this question. All right, question number two. This question focuses on improving the the onboarding experience of the employee, which has a huge impact on retention. Second question that you can ask your new hire is, what is important to you about the onboarding experience? See, we should always be looking to improve our onboarding experience. Picture this, you've just welcomed a new team member on board. They're eager, they're excited, and they're ready to contribute their best to your business. Now, the question is, how can you make their onboarding experience not just good, but great? You want to make it outstanding because that has a huge impact as to whether they feel like they made the right choice in coming to work for you, whether they refer their friends or other people to the company. This has a domino effect from the start of the onboarding process. So instead of just having that typical onboarding checklist, let's flip that script and ask the question and start redesigning the process with their input. You know, it's a question that makes a bold statement about your commitment to employees, right? So that question is, what's important to you about the onboarding experience? And we do have a podcast on designing the onboarding experience and what needs to happen in terms of bucketing your onboarding and the training in the first 10 days, right? There's things that you need to be able to do within that onboarding. But really understand what is it that's important to them about onboarding and build that into the onboarding process. Again, this question is designed to foster open communication, right? It's going to encourage your new hire to express what they need to thrive in their new role. And it shows that you are committed to giving them what they need, right? This dialogue is going to set a positive tone and it sets the stage for that productive working relationship that you need because retention is going to be tied into all these things. All right, question number three. This falls under the category of being transparent and open. So question number three, ask the new hire, how can we improve the hiring and onboarding process? Now, this isn't a question you're going to ask on day one, right? This is a question you can ask after week two or three, right? Once that initial onboarding is over, the initial immersion is over, the initial training is over, you can have that recap meeting. And ask, how can we improve the hiring and onboarding process? What worked and what didn't work, right? Transparency and openness in the hiring and onboarding process is going to help you refine it and get better. Again, you've just brought a new team member on. They have a wealth of potential. You know, they're brimming with enthusiasm. They have fresh perspectives. They're there to add value. So getting their insight on what worked and what didn't work in the onboarding process is huge because that's how you're going to improve it. Again, it signals a commitment to improvement you're demonstrating to them that we don't accept the status quo. We'd like to be outside our comfort zone. That's how we grow as an organization. That's how we get better. That's how we excel. So by being willing to evolve, adapt, and refine your processes, you're showing the commitment to that. And again, it boils down to that level of transparency. You're saying, hey, give us the feedback, good, bad, and indifferent. We want to do better. All right, the next question that we are going to ask has to do with helping everyone on your team succeed, right? So this is about making sure that we understand what we need to be doing for them and providing them to help them succeed. So the next question is about ask your employee, what can I do to make it easier for you to do your best work? It's a very simple, but powerful question. Because if you have a workforce that's not just motivated, but they're, you know, they're energized to be productive, creative, to be dependable, to hold themselves accountable, you, as a leader, have to make sure you're giving them the tools they need to do the job. You know, most entrepreneur-turned-employers, your journey involves transitioning from a one-person operation to becoming and leading a high-performing team. And your success now hinges on their success. So when you ask your employee, what can I do to make it easier for you to do your best work? Again, you're not just opening up a conversation. You're opening up the doors to understand what do I need to do for them to make sure they hit their top potential. Right? Because every individual is unique. Every single one of your team members is different and that's good. We want that. They all have different needs, different aspirations, and different working styles. By posing this question, you're signaling that you genuinely care about their growth and their well-being. You're saying, I'm not just the boss. I am your partner in success. This is a two-way street. This is a journey that we are going to share together. Now, when you ask this question, be prepared for a variety of answers. And you're going to have to be able to deal with whatever answers they give you. It could be, you know, some might require more training, some are going to need coaching, some are going to need mentorship, some might need you to back off, give them more autonomy. You need to be ready for whatever answers they give you and really think through once you have those answers, how do you implement solutions to what they need? Because your role as a leader is to listen actively, understand their needs, and then take action. The worst thing you can do is ask this question and take no action. Because then they're just going to feel like my two cents falls on deaf ears. They ask for my input. They don't do anything with it. And if you continue to take no action, they will stop giving you input, right? So it's about making the adjustments and the investments that can propel your team members towards excellence. Now, keep in mind, when you do this, and as you help each employee succeed, you are creating a culture of empowerment, trust, and innovation within your organization. And the impact is not only felt by your team, but it's going to reverberate throughout your entire business. Your clients, your customers are going to see it and feel it. They're going to see it in the work or the product that you sell or in the solutions you deliver. And remember the question, it isn't just a sentence, it's a strategy. It's a commitment to unlocking potential of your employees one person at a time. And it's your promise to lead with empathy, inspire greatness, and ultimately build a thriving business with them. The next question that is a powerful question to be able to ask has to do with aligning the job roles and the individual strengths, desires, and personal goals. So ask your employee and you can do this maybe a month into the job, right? Give them some time to get started and really start to feel what the job is about. But ask them, is this job what you envisioned when you got interviewed? You've recently welcomed the new team member. They started their role with enthusiasm. However, Oftentimes what happens is the job we hired them for, the job they expected, we start making changes right away, and all of a sudden the job that they signed up for isn't the job we have them doing. So it's really important that we're very clear on on the role that we're filling and make sure that the role that we're filling is the role that they are are doing. Because if they quickly feel that the job they were hired for is completely different than what was agreed upon, that disconnect is going to create a retention issue. So it's important to make sure that after 30, 60, 90 days, we're having that conversation with the new team member and saying, hey, is this the job that you envisioned? Is this what we discussed? Is is this what you understood it to be? Because if it's not what they understood the job to be, well, then you need to go back to your recruiting process and make sure that you are clearly communicating the expectations during the hiring and onboarding process. Because if there's a gap there, then there's a communication flaw that occurred somewhere. So it's going to be very, very important that we make sure there's alignment between the job that they were told or or that they, you know, told they were doing and the job that they actually end up doing. And again, things change within organizations and that's perfectly okay, but we need to make sure that there is alignment between expectations and what they're doing day to day. All right. The next question that is a powerful question that you can ask to help foster employee retention is... It has to do around individual growth and development. So the question you can ask is, what does your ideal career ladder look like? Right? Everybody wants to progress in life. Everybody wants to move forward. Everybody wants to feel like they're achieving things. And so it's important that we understand what is career progression and what is that career ladder going to look like for them? And it's different for everybody. So this question, what does your ideal career ladder look like? Isn't merely about job satisfaction. It's about igniting the dreams and their aspirations and understanding where they want to go. And it showcases your dedication to fostering their personal and professional growth when you pose this question, right? Because it's saying, I'm willing to make an investment in the future of the organization and the future of my team. So collaborate with each employee to craft a comprehensive career progression plan that's going to align perfectly with their individual goals and aspirations, as well as the needs of your company. Consider implementing tailored training programs and provide opportunities for employees to acquire new skills and experiences that are going to help drive them down that career path. And yes, a lot of times business owners and leaders say, well, if I spend this money and invest in them, what happens if they leave? Well, the question you need to ask yourself is what happens if you don't invest in them and they just continue to stay where they're at? They're going to leave anyway. They're going to leave for that next opportunity that provides them that. So yes, there's always the chance that they are going to eventually leave and take those new skills with them, but you really need to flip that question on its head. And and the question is, what if I don't invest in them? Then what happens? So you will create a dynamic workplace culture when you are supporting them through the journey of their career. The next question that you can ask is around recognizing and rewarding performance. Ask your team member, and well, actually you have to ask yourself, you don't even ask the team member. This is a question you ask yourself is how is this employee added value to the organization? So this question begins with directing attention towards your employees and you taking a hard look at each employee, each team member, and being able to answer how have they added value to the organization. And this isn't just about saying thank you. It's actually about celebrating achievements and fueling that culture of excellence. I'll give you a great example, working with a client that is a a seafood processing facility. And last week they went through a rigorous audit, outside audit, three days, rigorous. And their business depends on getting the certification every single year. If they don't get the certification, they will have major issues with their sales. They will lose customers. So it's definitely a very stressful time. And in order to complete this audit, there are a group of team members that are responsible for making sure that the audit goes smoothly. And there's about six team members that all have their own responsibilities. They have to come together as a team to make sure that this audit is successful each and every year. And not only did they pass the audit successfully this year, they made major improvements over last year. And it was noticeable because the issues that came up were minor compared to what came up the previous year. So the team did an excellent job of getting the plant ready and meeting with the regulators and getting everything done successfully. So in order to recognize that, the company is taking them out for a really, really nice dinner and giving them gift cards and recognizing them throughout the company of saying, hey, they did a great job. Yes, getting the company through the audit is part of their job, but they went above and beyond to make sure that not only was the plant prepared, but it was prepared better than last year. And it was noticeable in the results. So it's so important to recognize the employees that have added value to the organization. Even if it's part of their job, they can still go above and beyond within their role. So in order to cultivate a culture of appreciation and motivation within your organization, it is crucial to customize your recognition efforts to align with everybody's individual preferences and what they've brought to the table. You know, recognize that it's not everyone thrives on the same type of acknowledgement. Some team members may find public recognition to be inspiring, while others just want a personal thank you note or a thoughtful token of appreciation. So after you've answered that question of how is this person added value to the organization, also make sure you're clear on how they like to be acknowledged. And that may be where you need to have that one-on-one conversation with them to find out what's their communication style and how do they how do they like to be acknowledged? Because Last thing you want to do is acknowledge them and have that acknowledgement be embarrassing to them or, you know, them not love it. So recognizing and rewarding a performance is not just about keeping your team happy. It's about celebrating all the exceptional work that is celebrated, encouraged, and quite frankly, you know, we do expect it as as owners. Let's face it. We do expect it. All right. Well, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the Entree to Employer podcast. You know, having the right mindset isn't just the key to enjoying success. It is the driving force behind extending your success to everybody on your team and being able to build your business as a sustainable business that continues to be a good employer. Now, if you've enjoyed this content, I do have a favor to ask. First, please subscribe to the podcast so you stay updated with our weekly episodes. Second, take a moment to leave a review. Your comments and feedbacks mean the world to us. I do read every single one. Feel free to share your thoughts on the episode and suggest topics that you'd like us to cover. I read each and every comment, and we use that information to make sure we do better and better every single week. Also, we have launched Friday FAQs. In the show notes will be a link to the FAQ page. If you have a question that you want answered on the podcast— Fill out the Friday FAQ sheet and we will get a podcast recorded specifically to answer your question. Last but not least, if you, have a, if you have somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this episode, grab the link, text it over to them and say, hey, I just listened to this episode. I think you'd benefit from it. Here you go. This will help us with our mission of helping 100,000 entrepreneur to employers build successful businesses. You have a great week and we will see you next week.